All right, we're going to do a little this or that. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. So we're going to talk about some vacation things. Let me know this or that. No explanations. A beach countryside or big city? Beach countryside. Itinerary or fill it out? Itinerary. Talk to strangers or not? Nah? No, you got to talk to strangers. <laughs> Revisit your favorite countries or always go somewhere new? <gasps> always go somewhere new. Party hard or lay your ass down? But you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in it for the history or the food? The food. For a massage, is it underwear on or off? Underwear off. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby's World 876 for that one. <laughs> Size of the boat or motion in the ocean? Motion in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
it's everybody on come everybody's out. calendar. They'll come out to that. And they fresh linens. They come out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Baltimore has this all white party, and it's not dinner but on see, blanc. See. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody gets excited for. You know what's so what's so <laughs> crazy is that I didn't know, but I felt it in my spirit that there was an all white linen situation <laughs> in Baltimore. And it's funny because I'm talking to this guy, and I judged him because he was excited. And he's not from Baltimore, but he's like, oh, I got my ticket to the party. I'm like, you go to that shit. Yeah. Listen, let him ride, man. He he will be there. He got his ticket. <laughs> and you won't be there? No. I like to look at the hashtag on Twitter and laugh at the fashions. That's shady, man. Because Baltimore fashions are something else, too. <laughs> <laughs> look at the hashtag. I think I need a, yeah, please. I'm going to send you the hashtag. Please, send me the hashtag and I'm going to take a look at that. Wow. Um, but anyway, so we're here. In D.C. because you were so kind to come meet me. I'm in town for a few nights. And we're at the Line Hotel, which for those of you who haven't been in this area, or those who have been, because I've been to D.C. many times and never mm-hmm. heard of it, it's in Adams Morgan. Yep. And it's basically a renovated old church. It's old church. So the outside has like the huge like Greek looking pillars and... The steps. And there's like church benches. There's... A hymn next to the bed. <laughs> and so what I asked Adrian, I'm like, you know what? It looks really cool. Like, it's it's a consistent theme. And it's like, okay, dope concept. But do you feel comfortable getting it in, in an old church <laughs> with a hymn right next to you? With Look. a church bench right outside your door? Look, the aesthetic is real cool. Right. It really is cool. Right. I think the hymn next to the bed <laughs> took it, it took a little it too far. Because <laughs> when I look like, oh, I love it. It's not a hymn. It's, it's a, a hymn. It's sheet music it's a, it's a hymn. Mm-hmm. of a hymn next to the bed. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's a little... It's like a little off-putting. It's a little too holy. And they have organ pipes in the ceiling, in yeah. the lobby. Yeah. It doesn't look like a church in the room, but you, you, you know it's a church. You know it's a church, and you kind of feel like your sins are being judged. And so it's like... Mm. Well, I'm going to share because I share on my podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share with y'all. Look. I got what, it you in. got it in in the church? No! <laughs> I was going to say, I got it in on gospel music accidentally. <laughs> so I guess doing it in a remodeled church. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you got it? <laughs> yes. I'm not... Please. No, no, no. We need to get into the story. How did you get it in to gospel music by mistake? Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. And tell me if I'm right. Okay. What you got? Spotify, Apple Music, what you got? I had Spotify. So you had a Spotify Spotify going on. You have an R&B playlist that has some gospel songs mixed in. You were like 75% okay, there. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you take it. It wasn't me arranging the okay. musical selection. <laughs> but the person had a playlist. <laughs> and you know, you're like, and I was listening like, mm. I belong to you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what's the, I never heard this. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was like, is that Rance Allen? Mm. It's, it was a Rance Allen song. You heard a, you heard a gospel album? Oh, uh, yeah. Then I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you stop or you kept going? No, we kept going. That is something. <laughs> but it was really that Rance Allen. Like, I don't sing, but that's, you know, them gospel mm-hmm, ad libs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes from the soul to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. you. That is some funny shit. So, so why not in a remodeled church? Okay, well, apparently for you, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
So Lie Hotel, if you like having sex under the Lord's presence. I don't know, it's weird. It's weird it for really me. Is. Because now I'm looking around the room and it's a, a woman here on this photo. It's very suggestive. And this, yeah. It's a sheet, it's shadowy, her yeah. shirt is open. There's something spiritual happening in this photo. It's like an angel. Yeah, kinda. it's very weird, the decor in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Line Hotel, if you like if you like to get weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. And then here. there's Bill Clinton playing a saxophone. Anyway. Random. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about travel. Let's do it. Because that's what we're all about over here at Soul Society 101. What are some of your favorite destinations that you've been to? <sighs> Okay, I think my most unexpected, surprising favorite is Iceland. Okay. I I did enjoy Iceland. I really had no expectations of it. And it was just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the most beautiful places I've been. And the food was, the food scene was popping. Mm, Maybe I went to all the wrong restaurants. Yeah, we had got some good recommendations from people. Actually, the few places that you told me about, I forgot you did. You yeah, put me on to some spots. I tried to tell you to go. All the places that you told me about were good. Yeah. That's true. That's real. So the, they were recommendations to the group that I went with. Okay. My, I'm going to go backwards. Um, I love Cape Town. Okay. South Africa. I could live there. I'm going back there. I know I said new places. That's these top three. So what you telling me is you're a whole lie because (laughs) you're going back to Cape Town the first chance you get. I I don't know if it's the first chance, but it will get revisited. Okay. But my all time favorite, which I I have gone twice, and I will go a third and fourth, is Italy. Mm. Let the people know, man. And that is why I will always choose food. But Italy, I feel like you get the best of both. You do. You can get history, and you get the food, mm-hmm. and you can do it at the same time. And it got big cities, and it has beaches. Yes. Italy and just... I've done, the only place I haven't been in Italy, Venice. I haven't been to Venice either. I haven't been to Florence. And I know that's your spot. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know that's your spot. So basically, in my opinion, you haven't been to Italy, because Florence, Florence, Florence is everything. And I would say I never really wanted to go until I saw you stunting on the grand. Yeah, yeah. You got the turquoise doors. Yeah. <laughs> I won't forget the turquoise doors. Listen, I gotta, you know, I always gotta find me a little setup, stunt for people real quick. But nah, Italy is definitely, it's it, good for it's the soul. It's so amazing. I did the Italian Riviera, Sinatera. Oh, I didn't do all that. Bomb, Amalfi Coast. Did that. Bomb. Yeah. Rome. I liked Rome. I liked Milan. It's really... I just don't know how you go there and not like it. Actually, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've heard of any person... Actually, no, that's a lie. My boy Aaron went recently. And didn't like it? Didn't like it. He, I mean, he only went to Rome. Okay. He didn't get to go around, but he said... He didn't like the people. Like, he had a bad experience, I guess. That's which I was shocking. like, that's weird. Because everybody in Italy, to me, was, like, they were super so welcoming. Nice. Even people who didn't speak English, they yeah. were helpful. And, you know, they do a lot with the hands. So, you they just felt, you felt that love. I don't know. The men are attractive. The food is good. Now, let me ask you. There's a show on TV. One of those random channels. I don't know. I don't watch the shit. But... It's literally about black women going to Italy oh, to find love. Oh, I saw love. that. I didn't watch the show either. Okay. I did. But is that true? Do you feel like you got this warm re- reception in like terms of like... I feel like it was that warm. Okay. That I would be like, 
fuck y'all in America. Right. I'm moving to Italy. Right. I don't think it was that warm, but I do. I don't know if it was a fetish thing, like oh. ooh, black women, or if it was a genuine love for black women. It's because it, Italians are like they're white, yes, but they're like. Olive, you know what yeah, I'm saying? They like they like, got a little. They, got they little, weren't Scandinavian. They're not Scandinavian. Scandinavian. A lot of them have, have thick curly oh, hair. Yeah. A lot of their skin is tan. Like I know some black people like them in some Italian. No, so, yes, I maybe, would agree. Especially maybe, on them coastal cities. Yes, yeah, they were very bronze. So maybe there's a little um, spiritual, like ancient connection. Like they got a little more melanin. They do. Than most Europeans. Because wasn't it Anthony who was with Cleopatra? Wasn't he from somewhere in there? Look at you acting like you don't love history. I know something. She don't love history. <laughs> I don't know. Don't Google it. They gonna be, don't become sweetened in it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Bitch I, don't know what she talking about. <laughs> Bitch try to sound Look, smart. I just watched Rome <laughs> on HBO. <laughs> oh, my God. But I thought it was. They had a little. It might be. Love affair. It might be. Have you been to Egypt? I haven't. That's on the list. That's on my list too. And there's always like some unrest happening. Yeah, they always I'm like, ooh, well, next time. <laughs> right. But I know people who go all the time, so it's like I know. I know somebody it's... who was just there two weeks ago. And they had a good time? They said it was great. They did Egypt and Mozambique. Oh. Which I thought were Mozambique. they were too they're far. They're very far. Um, Mozambique is also high on my list though. That's the thing about Africa that I realized flying in in between countries it's in big Africa. As fuck. <laughs> yeah, Africa is Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like people people <laughs> lump it all together. Like someone actually asked me recently because I just went on um, an African trip, which I'm sure you heard in the last episode. But people are like, oh, you know, they think it's like this one area that's yeah. like you can just hop around and everything is right next to each other. But Africa is huge, and them flights are expensive Mad in expensive. between. Can we talk about that? So I think it's a conspiracy because it is. between countries in Europe, you can take a train seven dollars and a fly, sandwich. Yo, <laughs> it's yo, so cheap. You can go from Germany to France to London to the UK to Greece. Like you can hop around for forty five dollars. Seriously, on air. Seriously, the- you let your ass try to backpack around Africa. <laughs> <laughs> you better have a million dollars. You got it to. Was so yeah, it's because I would have done more countries when I went, mm-hmm. but when you start adding up them flights, it's like it's crazy. And everything go through Johannesburg when yes. you're in the south, yes. southern part of Africa. Yes, and like, that's I, I got to fly back to Johannesburg and then go here. That's exactly the what we had to do. Up. That's exactly what, on our most recent trip. Um, the only reason why we got to do that trip the way we did, I shouldn't say the only reason, but the main reason we could afford it is because I actually had to flight to Johannesburg for free. Um, so let me tell y'all how I got that to happen. I'm like, oh, who <laughs> want my pen? So it was Mother's Day two years ago, and wifey and I were leaving Tampa, um, and Delta, as they mm-hmm. often do, overbooked the flights, and they were like, oh, you know, it's Mother's Day. I know everyone wants to get home, but oh, we're overbooked. Right, right, right. <laughs> so they were like, uh, we have. A voucher for two hundred fifty dollars. If anyone wants to forego to a seat, we looked around. Everybody was like, "Fuck that! Yeah, I'm ready to go." Two fifty ain't gonna do nothing. Five minutes passed. We still didn't pull off. They're like, "All right, we have a five hundred dollar voucher for anyone who wants to give up their seat." So I got up, and I was like, mm, "Yeah, do you want to get up for five? She was like, "I just want to go." We had a rough time, so we was just ready to be out. Five minutes passed again. They said we have a thousand dollar voucher. I said, "Well, all right." <laughs> 
A thousand dollars to do it. Reached right into the um, overhead, oh, pulled my bag out, ran to the front because I didn't. Up. I didn't want nobody in the seat closer to get that shit. Ran to the front. I was like, "We'll take that. We got two people right here. We gonna get off this plane." <laughs> That's right. A got a thousand dollars each just okay. to give up the seat, and they paid for us to stay in the hotel in Tampa for the extra days that we were down there. So I was like, "Where do I want to go with this thousand dollars?" I'm like, "It could be like two trips to the Caribbean. It can be like one and a half trips to Europe, That's what's up. or I could go to Africa for free." So I was like, "I'm gonna do the Africa for free." So because we got that for free. I felt like, oh, we could hop around a little bit while we're down here. So, yeah, I feel you. Africa is huge and expensive. I mean, and it's it's not expensive when you get there. Right. Because the conversion to the U.S. dollar is cheap. But those flights, I would love to do another country. Yeah. But it's not as easy as that. And it is a conspiracy. It's, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Like, the, the people that I've met while traveling, like, I met this girl from Kenya in Thailand. Um... And that was her first international trip. But she's like, it was cheaper for me to get here than it was to get to South Africa. And I was like, are you, I was like, are you fucking kidding wow. me? She was like, no, it's cheaper to get to Thailand than to South Africa. And then I started looking up on my most recent trip. What I really wanted to do was either South Africa and Kenya or South Africa and, oh, and uh, Ghana. But I couldn't afford that shit. It's so much money. It's crazy. It's so much. And I feel like, you know, they just know that if we were able to bounce around and connect and within the continent, even if I'd they were able to connect. three months. See y'all what? later. <laughs> it's something, and I've only been that my first time. I was there for two weeks. You actually stayed at the hotel we did in Zambia, the resort. Yeah. Um, I love Zambia, by the way. Okay. Can I tell you about the time we went to the club in Zambia? Oh, we didn't do any nightlife, so I want to hear it. Yes. <laughs> So we were fortunate enough that. Sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. You lied again because I said party or lay your ass down. You said lay your ass down. <laughs> you lied the whole this no, or that. No. You lied the I whole thing. Lie. In real life, <laughs> I'm gonna lay my ass down. Uh-huh. Okay, let me tell you. When we went to Africa. We only partied two nights. Okay. We did once in Zambia mm-hmm. and then once in Cape Town. And you could tell my ass don't go out because we went <laughs> in Cape Town. We were on tables like, hey, I don't do all that here. Yeah. When shots of Ciroc are 75 cents. So you're a vacation partier. I am also a vacation yeah, partier. I got to tell you. I'm not doing that here. Like at home in New York, I probably go out. I do a day party here and there. But in the nighttime, I probably go out like once a month, and once every two months. And it's planned well in advance. What? So I need to mentally prepare. And I'm probably still mad that I made those plans that day. Like I'm, I'm like, trying to cancel. Right, like why I made them plans. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw this meme earlier today that I was like, yo, that is so me. The meme, it says something like, I know I just made plans with you two, three hours ago, but I was younger then. I'm wiser now. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I, that's me all the time. Like, I be like, because you know what? I go through these spurts of like, yo, I just want to be mad social. I want to see people. I want to show love. I want to, you know, live. And then the nighttime comes and I'm like, damn. You're like, I need it. And the thing is, you have a better chance with me during the summertime. Mm. It's daytime I'm, longer. Yeah. It's nice outside. I'm absolutely seasonal too. But winter, pfft. no, it's no. quiet. Like everyone knows, I hibernate like a bear. Like yes. dead ass. You better catch me between May and October, November. I really start making my rounds because I'm like, listen, come December, you're, you're really you're not, not going to see me. Get there, that's. I think that's fair. We I think text, that's with aging. We can. T- <laughs> I'm okay with it as I move into more into my 30s. I'm okay (laughs) 
with flaking on somebody at any time for anything. But is it flaking? I mean, I guess it is flaking yeah. if you made the if plans. If I made the, if it was a concrete plan. I actually don't make plans in winter anymore, though. Like, I, 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 I straight I up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up be like, no. No, I'm not. Because you gotta get you gotta get comfortable with telling people no, man. You we do. Can't. No is a complete sentence. Yeah. And you don't have to give a reason why. Nope. And I saw somebody post it and I screenshot it. There's so many screenshots on my phone. But it was like a list of twelve ways to say no. Mm. Like twelve variations. So you're just not like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I you know, at this time I can't <laughs> like I was like, Oh, I like this because I'm like, girl, no. I'm gonna be a little softer in my delivery. <laughs> nah, just be like, nah. Yeah. Because the wind, like, go ahead. But I was like, but I didn't lie on the, <laughs> on the this or that. Okay. Gotcha. To prove your point that you were Yeah, I just was trying to say I wasn't lying. <laughs> so I want to hear about this night out. So in Zambia, uh-huh. we're in Livingston, Zambia, mm-hmm. which is not the big city. It's where Victoria Falls is, a uh, small town. So I'm of a lighter complexion, especially the people of Zambia. Mm-hmm. So they knew we weren't from there. Right. Because I feel like everyone there was just very chocolate. Mm-hmm. Beautiful skin. So they automatically knew we were American. Right. Like it wasn't a way So I'm fortunate enough at the time we went, my one friend was working in Lusaka, mm-hmm. the capital city. So she flew down and met us there. And so she felt comfortable and she had a... Oh, so you had the local connect. And she I had a Zambian, right? And she had a Zambian cell phone. Okay. So we had met a driver earlier. We're like, oh, you're going to drop us off. Come back mm-hmm. at this time and pick us up. Right. So he took us to this little hole in the wall, like sports, and I'm doing air quotes, sports bar. And it was really in an alley. It was a bar set up in an alley. And there was people at the bar. Music was playing. <laughs> so we go there first. But the block was hot. Like Now, would you have done this without your Zambian friend there? Would no, you have felt comfortable? Absolutely Because as you're telling me, I'm like, the fuck we won't. No, but you, <laughs> she told us to wear, like, lesser quality clothes. Right, But right, even right. then, we right. still stood out. Right, it was just, right, right. It's, I mean, we were American. Right. Like, we can't hide that. So I'm sitting there. And then... At the time, I have this short, tapered, natural cut, this mm. bleach blonde. My other friend has this silky bob that's blonde. <laughs> and every time, everybody kept asking her, it's like, is this your real hair? And she's like, yes. And they're like, oh my God. Like, this is what we were dealing with. So when we show up at this sports bar, air quotes, everybody was like, we get out the taxi. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this it where we're going? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't an unsafe shit. It was like... It's going to be uncomfortable. Right, right, right. Because all night, everybody's going to be... Right. And that's what they were. At any moment, groove into the Afro beats, and you look, somebody was like, (laughs) eyes glued. (laughs) Like, oh my God. So I was like, all right, Ashley, we should... Yeah. (laughs) We should get moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like, all right. The cab driver came back. I was like, I can't tell what he said. He took us to the club inside of the hotel on Main Street mm-hmm. downtown Livingston. <laughs> this was the experience. Okay. So we get there. It was light. We go to the bar. I'm like, yo, we gotta get some shots if we gonna make it through this. <laughs> the one Zambian man in there, I guess he spoke really good English. He was mm-hmm. the only man in there at the time. He immediately is like glued to us. He starts buying his shots. He's like, I'm trying to impress us with his English. So we're dancing with him and talking. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to get drunker and drunker. 
and then it became fun. Then I looked up and was like, it's packed as shit in here all of a sudden. Everybody from the sports bar. <laughs> oh, this was the after spot. Yeah. Okay. They had moved to the club now. This is the after spot. Cool. So we were like, oh, but they it was like a real club with the lights and the music. Okay, okay. I heard my girl Rihanna work. I was like, all right, the party started now. But then the men were on us like white on rice. Hmm. Cause they wanted a little a little American look. Yeah, that a little, little light skin girl with the blonde hair. <laughs> then you noticed. The women, oh. they was not feeling that. Gotcha. And I was like, oh my God, like, okay. Yeah, because y'all was basically Becky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like in the middle of the dance floor, and all the men are like. <laughs> and so it was like a circle of men around us. Right. We're drunk. My one friend goes off with this one guy, like, bitch, we're still away. Like, why are you, what? And to follow her outside. <laughs> then it was just everyone came outside. Like, we couldn't make a move without. Everyone moving. Right. And I was like, all right, we got to go. Like, right. call the cab man. Cab man not answering the phone. Oh, shit. So, we had to go outside. We got in the cab. Two little guys in this little putt-putt. <laughs> He's like, I got to stop and get gas. And I'm like, then this Lexus truck pulls up with the guys from the club. <laughs> they followed him to the gas station. And okay. we're literally in this little ass city in Zambia. Wow. And I'm like, what are we going to... Like, now I'm getting, like, fucked. Like, right, sober right, up. Right, right, right. Get your get your bearings. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'm like, get out of here. That's when no. you be more instant. Yeah, that's when it was like, like, get out of here. Right. And they pulled off. Right. But I saw them park car street, and I'm like, oh my God, they follow us. So then the guy, I don't forget his name, Valentine. He's driving. Of all names. Of all names. <laughs> I'm like, Valentine, why are you driving so slow? Like, get us to this hotel. And he's like, I have to drive slow. An elephant might cross the street. Oh, shit. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, you know, like, like we in the bush. An elephant could cross the street. Like, I yeah. have to drive slow. And it's then I was like, could you imagine your it's car hitting an elephant? I mean, that would be the end of your car. <laughs> That's one. That's one. But Livingstone, I guess Livingstone was like that because there is very tiny. It's tiny, and it's it's a little colonial town, but it is kind of in the bush because it's not it the is. main city. There's zebras and uh, warthogs. Because on the resort, shit. yeah, I looked. There was a giraffe. Right, right. While right. I'm eating breakfast, right. It was amazing. Wow. And I didn't even like, think about that. Look at the zebras. But we had to drive through that to get to the downtown. Right. And he's literally, and I'm looking out the window. It's darkness to the left, to the right, and just his little one headlight going down this road Listen, to the so, resort. Traveling sometimes puts you in this, like, you just got to put your face in something or somebody. Because... I have a few of those stories. <laughs> because few. sometimes you come home and you like, how did I make it through this craziness? And why did I trust X or... Why? How did I get into Y? And those instincts, like you said, those instincts kick in. Another time, I'm in Carousel. Mm. This is for my 30th birthday. We went to this party on the beach. If you're from Baltimore, you know a hack. It's like an an unofficial Uber. Like in Baltimore, you put your your finger out and a car stops, okay? You don't need no app. You don't need no iPhone. You just put your finger out and a car pulls up. You call it a hack. Okay. That's it. Baltimore. Okay. So we caught a hack to the beach party. We like, well, how are we gonna get back to the hotel? They're like, oh, it'll be no, not the, it'll be some more unofficial taxis. We like, okay. My friend gets sick at the beach party, so we split the group in half. Y'all can stay. 
two of us will go back with her. We get in this car. The man is clearly inebriated. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, how we get all them people standing out there? We get the drunk motherfucker, right? (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) he's driving. And I'm looking, I'm like, none of this looked familiar Mm. the way we came. And I'm like, yo, I will tuck and roll out this car (laughs) and pull my friend and tell the one up front, follow suit. Like, But we were vibing. The one who wasn't sick was hunched over. But me and the other one, she was up front. And I'm in the back like, if we don't see that Coca-Cola billboard in that bridge in five minutes, it's on. And then all of a sudden we turned. (laughs) And and we saw that bridge. And I was like, oh, all right. And she was like, oh, you heard that too? I was like, oh, we was vibing. And didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, where is he taking us? Because we did not come this way. I've been in a few situations like that. And I can only imagine as a woman or a group of women, you got to feel, because if I feel crazy as a big ass black man, I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's some wild shit. And we, you really like, the whole, the whole idea of transportation is literally putting your life in someone else's hands. Literally. Car, train, plane, especially plane. Can I tell you a story real quick? <laughs> we were in, we were going from... The capital of Botswana, Gaborone, to the countryside, Chobi, where the oh, safaris are. I did the safari there, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So, <laughs> Air Botswana. Oh, God. Which, we were like, okay, cool. We know I've never taken it before, but I'm always down for a new airline. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Because I'm like, you know what? If they fly and you haven't heard of any major crashes or anything... Some of, them, some of them country airlines, I'm like, I'm about to tell you. that was a close call. No, I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so, air, the airplane is fine. We sit down. It's a typical, like, uh, smaller, simple airplane that they have when you're just staying within the country. Quick okay. flights that they show oh, yeah, back yeah. and forth all the time. So, I didn't expect much. It's like, I think, if I remember correctly, like a two-hour flight. We're sitting down. We're close to the front. We're in, like, seats row two. In the front... So there's two flight attendants that are going back and forth, a pilot in the front. There's only one person. Because you know if there's multiple people in the front, they tell you their names and all that shit. They said, I'm pilot, da 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 <laughs> Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so about 30 minutes into the flight, the flight attendant goes to the cockpit and the pilot leaves. And I'm just like, well, if he's Sorry. back here. Oh, my God. <laughs> who, who the fuck is flying the plane? The flight And I'm just like, we're literally, I'm literally in shock. I'm like, and we're, me and y'all nigga looking at each other like, eh. So, we start praying like, God, it's probably normal. They probably do this all the time. We're not used to this shit, so I'm going to need us to get to where we need to. So, we we landed, and we we were um, working with someone from Botswana Tourism. Shout out to Sam. And we asked him, we're like, Sam, I think the pilot <laughs> is not flying the plane. I think the pilot left for like a solid five and let the flight attendant sit up there. He's like, oh, ha, 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 yeah, probably. I'm like, the fuck what? Like, Probably. That's not cool. But the thing about Botswana is like they're super duper 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 laid back where it's like, oh, you didn't die. And that's good. That was- <laughs> Well, you did. That was basically his response. <laughs> that and that I'm gave like, you new respect for that meme, but did you die? Right. Like, but did you, <laughs> that is the official 
But did, did you, you die, die though? Like, Imagine being on a plane and your pilot is like, all right, I'm gonna just take a break real quick. And ain't nobody else, ain't no co-pilot, ain't no assistant pilot. That's crazy. Did yeah. you hear about recently? I don't know what airline it was, but the co-pilot was sucked out the window. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's what's been happening a lot on planes right now, and I'm not Wait, comfortable what with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is not even funny. I don't. <laughs> It's really not funny at all. It's not. But what do you mean sucked out the window? So you know how on the Southwest plane incident where the woman died? Yeah. The window broke and she got yanked out because oh. of the pressure? The same thing happened to the pop, the co-pilot. The window cracked and, and he, he got, got... Yeah. I was like... Y'all should see her head just... <laughs> her head just... <laughs> That's not even funny. That's It's not. Crazy. But it's like, why are all the windows cracking? Why right. Let's start. At, let's start at point A. Why, Why are your windows cracking? Yeah, I have. We, and aren't there, aren't there supposed to be like a million tests on planes before they ever pull off? Which is why we're supposed to feel extra safe. Like, <laughs> are y'all still running these tests? Because where I if there's a hairline crack, I'm gonna need y'all to you need to address this. I'm gonna need y'all to fix that. Because I'm not I'm not gonna be sucked out they, of nobody's plane. I didn't watch it the interviews because I don't need. Any more right, traveling right, right, anxieties. Right. But they interviewed the people on the Southwest plane who witnessed the woman and tried to save her. And they, it was like the one man was just like, we saw it and Ugh. we couldn't get her. Like, it Ugh. was too late. And I'm like, I couldn't even imagine. That is crazy. Because first of all, those windows are small as fuck. Right. But so then the pressure at 30,000, 40,000 feet to do, like, what? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So we Mm-mm. need to make sure all the windows are sealed and... Yeah, we can't. Who do we call FAA? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like, you know what? That's why I don't be fucking with, with window seats. It's gonna take a little longer to suck me out the eye. <laughs> Look, if my if all of this can get through that window, then Lord, it was my time. It was my time. Seriously, I can't. I can't. Even I couldn't even it. imagine. I couldn't believe. But yeah, I just read that the, the the co-pilot. I was like, but if I was on a plane and the pilot walked down the aisle past me, and I knew it was only one pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you do? Like, I freak the fuck out. I would pray. And there's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you're on a plane. You're at someone else's will. You can't just you leave. Can. You can't say, pull over. You just, you just got to hope. You just got to hope you make it to the other side. I've only had one scary plane experience. No, two, actually. But the scariest one, we were going to Cartagena. Mm. And we weren't that far. I think we were like... Maybe like 30 minutes outside. So they were about to start the descent. <sighs> that plane dropped. You know, I hate that. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah. it woke me up out my sleep. And I was like, mm. <laughs> so then I like got comfortable again. And it did it again, but it felt like we went a little further mm-hmm. than my stomach shook up that time. Right. I was like, this is the lady next to me started speaking. Hey, Susan. And so I was like, oh, this she is took, it. She took out yeah. her knees. <laughs> When she started praying, I was like, did it do it more? And I was just asleep because she prayed so hard. So then it did it again. And the whole plane was like, oh, I was like, oh, it so did. So I've, been, yeah, I've, I've been, been, been doing this the whole time. I've been on one of those where the whole plane screamed. Even the flight attendants, they found a little. <laughs> and you know, they're supposed to be the they're calmest to ones. Calm, yeah. The flight attendants were like, oh, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, and she shook. Then she fly all the time. This she's, ain't good. This ain't good. Yeah, that one right there. I said, and she just had, she really was like, hey, she, and I was, she was going in for her Spanish. <laughs> and 
I was like, oh my God, like this is it. We're about to fall out the sky. <laughs> and the pilot did come on like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, what were you up there doing? Did you fall asleep? Right. Because usually they lead it with, oh, we're about to go through a patch of rough yeah, air. Yeah, say nothing. I'm like, you felt that the first time. <laughs> they, usually, they usually give he you just, a little brace yourself. You no, know, he but let it go three times before he said something. He just asked, had that shit on autopilot. He did. Maybe he ain't leave the cockpit, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was he, asleep like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> So are you missing your cues? You know what? I need a pilot to you come to on the show one. because I need to that understand. Would be a good one. What do they really do? Because I, you know, <laughs> what do y'all really do, pilots? Like y'all really be working? In my mind, like I really see them like as a steering wheel, like looking at coordinates. Right. I bet you they really just get us in the air, put it on autopilot, and just. Talk to air traffic control to make sure they're not going to hit another plane. They probably they probably do. don't touch. They shit probably else. do, which is why the pilot in Muscle probably was like, "Oh, they die. It's just fine." <laughs> to the bathroom. Give me a drink. Give me a beverage. But the thing is, it was a two-hour flight. It ain't like you had a sixteen-hour run. But in other countries, like their air traffic control isn't as established as it is in these parts. In, yeah. Mm. I ain't gonna say nothing else bad about Botswana because I love them and I had a great time. Yeah, Chobi was great. I didn't get to explore more. <laughs> <laughs> the, the safari experience was amazing. There. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so let's talk about dating as a traveler, specifically as a black woman who travels. So, what comes up a lot on Soul Society 101 is well, first of all, I'll, I'll start by saying the black travel movement is widely, vastly led by women Mm -hmm. um i think soul society is comprised of probably 75 percent women 25 percent men with that being said there's a lot of conversation around dating being a black woman who loves to travel and not finding that in their male black male counterparts um so let's talk about it are you down to date a guy who has no interest in travel at all i know somebody will be like that's why black women be single. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, that's because fair. That's fair. I feel like it's such an important part of my life, and I had to scale back because I had to use all my leave for a medical issue mm-hmm. unexpectedly after I came back from a trip. That the one year that I had like slowed down travel to let my leave build back up, I was like, this is not the life I want to live. <laughs> it's hard. It's <laughs> yeah, hard. like. But I had to sit, I'm like having to sit still a little bit to let this leave build back up and it's killing me. So for that to be my life, just because I want to be with some man, mm-hmm. yeah, I would not be happy. It's an interesting thing because, I mean, there's there's two ways to look at it, right? Like if, well, before we even get into that, what if he he hasn't traveled internationally, but he's open? Like he's he's asking you questions and he seems like he would be interested. I'm actually in that you. situation right now. Okay. Where the person like they've done a lot of traveling uh-huh. it's been a lot domestic mm-hmm. event based like they like to go to essence mm-hmm. and ciaa and all mm-hmm. that stuff that's cool so when i when i started talking about the stuff i did i was like you know i want to do more domestic travel because it is weird to me to be like i've never been to houston but right i've been to iceland right like so I'm like, I would like to do more domestic travel. So I was like, are you interested in international? <laughs> like, like that? Yeah. That was my like, are, are you? Like, because I can rock with that. Right. But are you going to rock with this? Right. And his thing was, sure. But it's just weird for me as a single guy. Like, 
I'm not going to go to Jamaica with my my boys. Right. And so he, his mind, he just thought Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you have Europe, you have Asia, you got South America, you can go to Africa. It's like all these places. Mm-hmm. And it just never crossed his mind. Like, oh, I didn't even think. So I wonder what the disconnect is. Because, so him saying it's weird to just a group of my guys go to Jamaica or, or anywhere for that matter. What makes it so weird for guys, you think, to travel together versus women because women but you know what it is though black women come together women in general but black women specifically come together in ways that no no one else really does so i guess it kind of is like but no it's still weird it's still weird but you went with your boys to all-star weekend it's the same shit (laughs) here are the flights here's the hotels like you really are the planner like you your credit card to book the rooms right. like why would that be any different right so i don't know what the stigma is there for some men but i and a lot of a lot of guys trips that are international end up being the typical because it almost it's it's almost like the concept has to be around oh there's gonna be mad chicks there in order for it to make sense for a group of guys to go and that's the other thing too i think like it's like the dr the brazil yeah. like that's the guys trips if they are going internationally and I know, like, a few guys have gone to, like, Monaco for right. whatever. But guys should, especially single black men, they should think more strategically. Because I always think, like, I'm also somebody who, I like to enjoy cruises. I've never been on a cruise. I enjoy them. Like, it's a different type of vacation. Mm. It's like, I know um, people I go with, they cruise every year. I don't oh, know if we I... we were speaking, you were actually after the hurricane. Yes, Saturn. yeah. Whatever happened with that? Because after, I know, after, for those of you who don't know, well, you should know, the major hurricane that devastated St. Martin and some of the surrounding islands last year? Was it 2017? Yeah. So and I, your, your cruise was about to get canceled or wasn't canceled? It was, it was about to get... It was like three three weeks after Hurricane Maria. We were leaving out of Puerto Rico, stalking Royal Caribbean's website. And they're like, nope, you're sailing. Uh, so, Even with the whole island just... So they rerouted us. We didn't go to St. Martin okay. and we didn't go somewhere else, St. Croix. Okay. So we went to Martinique and St. Kitts instead. Okay. So the islands that we ended up going to were fine, but we left out of Puerto Rico <laughs> and driving. They were, like, they were like, ain't no lights, but you're going to get on yeah, this Yeah, we were driving and it was literally like, oh my God, here's tree. Every, it was just debris everywhere. Terrible. But you could tell they cleared the path to get to the port. And then we left. We didn't leave out of Puerto Rico until like nine o'clock at night. And you know, mm-hmm. normally you would see, look out the boat and see lights because we're in a major city. Right, right. It was darkness, and you could see flickers of like candles. It wow. was really weird. Wow. But they still sailed and <laughs> going like, home. We was, don't get your coin. You yeah, ain't getting that refund. Going home was a bitch because the airport wasn't up to capacity. Mm. So we get off the boat thinking we would have food. <laughs> Airport wasn't taking no credit cards. So if you didn't have cash, you couldn't wow. eat. We had no cash. Wow. It was literally, the ceiling is leaking. It's no power in half the airport. Homeland Security is like yelling. It's hot. It's no air. Like it was a mess going home and wow. out of that airport. So I couldn't believe the Royal Caribbean. And did you have travel insurance? Did you book travel insurance? We did. And they still, that but wouldn't have covered it? They weren't covering it because Royal Caribbean was still sailing. Wow. If Royal Caribbean I, think, had, I don't know. I think travel insurance is a scam. Like I'm, I'm always like, what is it good for? Because I've only used it one time and not for myself. Uh-huh. My grandfather was going on a trip, and he didn't want to go. So I'm like, well, we done paid all the money now. Right. But I was like, oh, I got the travel insurance. 
So I sent him his ass to the doctor and made the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like he old, say he got some ailment, and then he filled it out, and then they sent the check back. Okay. So it does. I, I did. It did work. So you a scammer? <laughs> Adrian just admitted that she scams. No, let me stop. I mean, old people got all types of ailments. So <laughs> figure out something on this list. Technically, he could not travel. Yeah, technically he couldn't. So. Um, but now let's go back to, to dating and traveling. So, if a guy hasn't been an avid traveler but is open to it, that's cool. That's with cool you. with me. But if you're like, nah, I'm not interested, that's going to be a no. It's just a no. So, I'm it, not so it wouldn't be enough for you to fulfill that part of you with friends and family. Like, that needs to be a part of yeah, but like the person that. those things with the person I love. That's fair. And I think that's. That's fair. I'm I just trying. I'm, I, I'm on the same page with you. I'm just trying to get... Like, the- I'm going to take your soul in true Adrian fashion. Like, I would rather him have a small penis. <laughs> <laughs> like... Small penis dudes that like to travel. <laughs> Any guys with little weenies who like to travel, Adrian Sahala. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that... I feel like you could work with more than... Saying, uh, no, I'm not open to this. You can explain because <laughs> I, I mean, on you, did, you did say motion in the ocean. I did say that. You, <laughs> I ain't lying about that shit. <laughs> going, going, back, going back to your this or that. I did. Okay. So you feel like that that is something that you can kind of work with and finesse a little bit more. But I could travel. finesse that more than you being a hard. No, mm-hmm. because I also, growing up in Baltimore, you meet a lot of people who've never left Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you ain't even been to D.C.? No. Yeah. Like, how have you not gone anywhere and not want to experience something else different? Right. I'm a Sagittarius. I just couldn't do it. I understand that. You need your freedom. You need to explore. You need to experience. Yeah. got to shoot my arrow. So... <laughs> And landed on a little penis. <laughs> Preferably no, but I'm just saying, if those are my choice, and that was a this or that, that that's you know my what? That. I'm going to add this to the this or that for all women moving forward in the podcast. A guy who doesn't travel or a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm a, I look forward to the future answers. I look forward. Oh, man, this has been... I mean, what else do you say after that? I mean, that, that's it. We're just going to have to get and wrap it up. This has been an amazing episode. Thank you so much for doing this, no, thank man. thank you for having me. It was fun. TU in the building, Temple hey. University, connecting good people. Shout out to the DMV area. Shout out to Baltimore, which is separate from the DMV area. You learned something new. Shit I learned on the podcast. <laughs> you learned something new. Um, and so... We talked about it briefly, but tell the people where they can listen to your podcast and check you out. So you can find the Boonie Breakdown podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Everywhere where them podcasts be. Everywhere. So go ahead. Subscribe. Listen. And she's like this on all her episodes. I was I was actually <laughs> on one of her episodes. It's just a good ass time. It is. It's fun. Sometimes it's serious, but we still laugh. It's, yeah. it's going to be ratchet, though. <laughs> Ratchet is good. Yeah, I so like Ratchet. Always have your headphones. <laughs> NSFW. Yes, do not be the person playing this from your work computer. And your boss passed by and be like, <laughs> I like little dicks. 
Anyway. Citizen, go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Soul Society 101, the podcast. We out. <laughs>